0: Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness.
1: It's the world's smartest kitty litter.
0: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Much is made of fitness and physical well-being. Rightfully so. But not enough is made of our mental and emotional well-being. The amount of neglect with mental and emotional maintenance is astonishing. When realizing we're out of shape, we resort to working out, going to the gym, and other fixes. But when we are mentally and emotionally unbalanced, what options do we have? Well, look no
1: further. Welcome to Deep Discussion, a platform that was designed to help strengthen emotional uh, well-being and to increase mental well-being. I'm your host Walter Williams, and thank you for taking the time to tune into Deep Discussion Podcast. Oftentimes we face so many adverse situations in our lives that causes us to face circumstances that we weren't prepared for, whether that be um, with our careers, whether that be with our um, self-growth, whether that be with relationships, so many things challenges us and sometimes sends us to a state where we aren't quite prepared for. So today I am going to talk to you about how to face those circumstances where sometimes we maybe feel like sometimes it's us against the world and when it's ourselves against the world, sometimes we tend to want to be on the world's side. Today's segment is entitled, Stay Off the Clearance Rack. Now, I know some of you listening to this is saying, oh, here he going another retail store story again. But it's just a strange coincidence that the discussions that I've had the last couple of weeks have been on the topic or have been pointing in the direction of retail stores. But the difference in this one is I'm not going to be talking really much, if anything at all, about being inside of a retail store. This is pretty much something i like to do where i like to um put a fine spin on things and have a a title that's catchy to stick with you so that you can um connect with the topics that i bring to you so um this is one that i did a while ago but um some of them i decided to redo and this was one that i really liked um and that i felt like i could have delivered a little bit more so thank you again for taking the time to listen and let's talk Oftentimes we sell ourselves short just to garner what is deemed as artificial interest. And what I mean by that is we go into all types of situations, whether that mean whether that be dating, whether that be a job interview, or trying to be chosen for something. We tend to sell ourselves short and sometimes we don't even notice it. Whether like I said, whether it be a job interview where someone asks you tell me about a time when you did such and such I know I'm not the only one guilty of this but I find all kinds of ways to try to create a story that points in that direction of me doing exactly what they asked and sometimes sometimes I kind of sell sell myself onto something that maybe I'm not really strongly like Not necessarily not apt to do, but something that I haven't really explored or really had interest in exploring. Like, if you're in a job interview, you're desperate for a job, and they ask you about, they ask you questions about something that you're really not familiar with. Nine times out of ten, if you really want that job that bad, you're going to sell yourself almost as if who you are is not as important as being. A part of that job or being a part of that title and I know again when I have these discussions on here I'm not here to n- not I'm not here just to make you feel good you know that's a part of the delivery but I'm also here to make people self-reflect you know like I said deep discussion is like is pretty much the mi- our to me is the mind and heart's version of the gym we go to the gym to work out, to get our bodies right. So when you come to deep discussion, I want you to be here to get your mind and your heart right. So I'm going to say some things that sometimes may rub people the wrong way or make people say, dang, what's wrong with me? I had a friend text me the other day saying, you know, he was fighting with himself listening to my last uh, podcast. So, you know, I don't want to make people, you know, self-destruct or fight with themselves or anything. But I do want people to reflect and to take something away from it is saying i could do better with this i could do this better so so what i'm so what i'm saying is when we sell ourselves short we kind of offer ourselves at a discount we tell people we can we are something that we aren't a lot of people will listen to that and take that as well i'm just trying to show that i'm capable of xyz or that i have the potential ...or the ability to do X, Y, Z... ...but sometimes... ...you... ...are saying that you have the potential... ...or the capability to do something... ...that you probably never really had interest in doing... ...so you're in this job interview... ...and they say... ...tell me about a time when... ...you had to discipline an employee... ...now... ...there's some people out here... ...who never had interest... ...in being a manager because they don't like to be responsible for others they don't, like the, they don't like the responsibility of being in charge of other people or being responsible for leading and directing people but in this moment they'll, they'll pretend that that's something that they did something that they have interest in because they want that job that's what we tend to do with ourselves We try to sell ourselves up, but don't really realize that we're selling ourselves short because we're forcing ourselves into something that we aren't really interested in. I'm not saying you're not capable of it. I mean, anyone is capable of telling someone right from wrong as long as they know what right and wrong is. But do you have the interest in doing that? Is that what you were brought to be? That's the question. So a lot of people will listen to that and say, I'm not selling myself short. I'm selling myself to say that I'm capable of that. But that's not what, that's not internally what you're doing. What you're doing is settling and don't really realize it. Now I know some people are going to probably, you know, retort that or have some disagreements with that, but you know how to reach me. If you want to expand upon that, feel free. So some but some people say it's compromising. It's taking the good with the bad. But here's my thing, here's my point on that. You shouldn't have to ever compromise your interest for the sake of someone else's. And that's exactly what I was just saying. You don't want to feel like you're you are you don't want to feel like you're expensing what you were made to do or what you have found yourself to be or made yourself to be because, oh, this hiring manager suddenly wants to know when was the last time you disciplined an employee. And I'm going to tell you, I have experience with, with disciplining employees, don't get me wrong. But if I was in a job interview and I was asked that, I would say, I probably, honestly, I probably wouldn't probably wouldn't sell it enough to get them to write that down as a strong as a strong suit of mine because I'm not one who has significant experience with disciplining an employee. And some of you out there will sit in that job interview and either make up a story or embellish on something because you want this job so bad. Now there are people out here who really want to have the opportunity to discipline employees. employee, and if that's something now, if you're saying that that's something that you really want to do, and you're trying to, I guess, you know, oversell a past behavior or a historic an experience that you had, then you're not the person that I'm that I'm telling this to. I'm talking. To I'm talking strictly to people who go into these situations knowing that they consist of things that's not really of their, of their ilk or of their personality, but they want that opportunity so bad that they'll pretend that that's something they did, that they have, did, or is experienced with. And what you're doing when you do that is set yourself up to fail. If you find yourself downplaying or overplaying something you did more than you should, then maybe you should reevaluate either your experience or your interests. A lot of people get sold on the on the thought of or the idea of being something that they either never been Or that they have always imagined being. Without taking the short steps and crawling before they try to walk. They try to put themselves in a position that they aren't quite prepared for. And so all of this that I'm saying. How does this tie into the whole idea of staying off the clearance rack? Again. Again. I'm not going to talk a whole lot about retail because I'm not a retailer nor do I have interest in ever being one but we all know that when things go on clearance that's usually because the retailers didn't sell it in a they didn't sell it as soon or as quickly as they would like to they didn't sell it at the price that they wanted to so they had to cut it back to get rid of it and that's what we tend to do with ourselves we tend to change alter or modify things about ourselves to make people want to buy us to make people want to believe in us but people should believe in you for what you have and if those people don't believe in you for what you have and don't have then those aren't the people that should be receiving the benefits of your services Now, you you all know that I'm a numbers guy. So, let me give you a few few statistics. 85% of the world population is somehow affected by low self-esteem. I know you right now thinking, I'm not affected by low self-esteem. Trust me. I'm sure there's someone that you know that you're close with, or it could be yourself, that is dealing with some kind of low self-esteem with something. It could be temporary. It could, it could be a short-term, long-term issue. We all have insecurities about things. That's a self-esteem issue. None of us are perfect. But 85% of the world population is somehow affected by it. That could mean that you're dealing with someone on a regular basis who has it. Or it could be yourself another another interesting stat that I uh, found in my research about this research suggests that you should reject 37 percent of those you date or explore so what that saying what's that what that is saying is you should reject the first two to three people that you deal with date or see then give the next person a shot pretty crazy isn't it so it's like, now I'm not telling you to go out here and purposely reject someone that really intrigues you because I told you this. Because I don't want you telling this person that you date to blame me. And next thing you know, they coming for deep discussion, saying that deep discussion is the reason that they, that you know, they lost their chance with the person of their dreams. But I'm just telling you what the numbers suggest, And what that's saying to me, though, is that people face... People face self-esteem issues because they get so desperate. And that's kind of like when you put yourself on the clearance rack. When you sell yourself to the very first person that you deal with. You deal with one person, focus on one person, and don't explore or give yourself an opportunity to experience other people. That's selling yourself short. Because I used to be of the mindset that if I'm talking to somebody, I want to focus on only that person. That's the only person I'm going to be focused on. You know, so, you know, I could have just got somebody's number yesterday. Well, in the past, I can't be getting nobody's number now. But you could be getting somebody's number yesterday. And now you're you're not talking to anybody else. You're not getting anybody else's number. And what this number is, what this stat is suggesting is that you're selling yourself short. You should talk to multiple people. Until you're ready to settle down. It's nothing wrong with that. And I had to learn that the hard way before, you know, when I was dating before I before I was married. And this number was very interesting to me, and it really makes a lot of sense. Men with high self-esteem are two and a half times more likely to initiate sexual activity, while ladies with high self-esteem are three times likely to delay it. Let that sink in. Men with high self-esteem are two and a half times more likely to initiate sexual activity while ladies with high self-esteem are three times likely to hold off and delay it. Now, think for a minute what that number suggests to you. Because what it suggests to me is that when you have a when you have a man or a woman that has high self-esteem, they their value, their value of themselves when it comes to sexual activity is, is very high, just like that self-esteem. Because on the men's side.
0: Here's a cool fact. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: They feel like... They feel like they're this incredible person, and they deserve to be pleased. While women on the other side feel like they're this incredible person, and... They deserve to be. What's the word I'm looking? for? They deserve to be pretty much honored. They deserve to be handled with care. They deserve to be, you know, treated, treated like, treated like your finest possession. Basically, you, you, you take care of it. You uh, make sure it's clean. You keep it away from, you know hazardous items whatever however you treat your finest item if you have a if you have this antique car you're going to more than likely try to keep it clean every day try to make sure you know you check on it touch it up whatever whatever you do with your whatever you do with your most valued item that's how women want to be treated that has this high self-esteem as this number is suggesting. and imagine what kind of what kind of clashing may take place with these two people if a man of this ma- of this magnitude and a woman of this magnitude were to join forces? Huh. If you get past if you get past that war, you probably get pretty far in life. Now, I also found in my research what was called Zengir Folkman's theory about um, self-esteem, and what he said was. Basically, what he found was that um, confidence proves to be equally as valuable as competence because it leads to action, attention, and resilience. And he used um, Amelia Earnhardt's story to touch on this topic. Many of you know it. I'm not going to sit up here and share it with you. Um, if you don't know it, th- that's what they got Google for. Google Amelia Earnhardt. But what he was, but so. This is a really good point, and this segues into segues into my discussion or my um, topic of your life skills, or my segment or section of life skills. And what what this this is one of the many life skills that I want you to you as a listener and as a follower of deep discussion to really take hold of and to understand that is important. It's just as important to be confident as it is to be competent. So, at that job interview, with that person you're dealing with, if they feel like something you have or don't have makes you unfit for their time, energy, and attention, don't take that as feeling incompetent. Take that as... You know, a lot of people say take it as as their loss, but I'm not even going to say that. I'm going to try to put a positive spin on it. Take that as, you know, my interests or lack thereof are better suited for something else. Not just I'm there's something better out there for me, but I'm better suited for something else. Because a lot of times what we tend to do is we tend to place the we tend to place the significance of what's taking place on what didn't come our way and put it on something that's bound to come our way instead of putting it on ourselves. So when something don't go our way, the first thing we say is oh, it's their loss or it just wasn't meant to be. There's something better out there for me. But what you should say is what you should do is self-reflect. Say not it's not meant for me. There's something better out there for me. Say I'm more suited or better suited for something else. Put yourself in the driver's seat of the situation. Not the outside forces. Not the things that said that already made their point that they don't wanna that they don't wanna be involved. Say that you are better better equipped for something else. Because when we say that other things are you know, there's something better out there for me or you know This and that wasn't meant for me. We're placing so much. We're we're placing so much prestige, honor and, and, you know, importance and significance to things outside of us and things that we can't control. When we have to have this mindset that we are good enough. That's what we want to feel, right? It's a mindset. And it's been said that self-confidence is what you think about yourself. And self-esteem is what you think others think of you. And what you have and there's so many there's so much that goes into that statement right there. Confidence is what you think about yourself. And self-esteem is what you think others think of you. And a lot of the times we equate confidence we equate self confidence to us feeling like what no one's what no one says is going to affect us so when we walk up here and say i don't care what he say i'm a confident person that's not confidence that's self esteem confidence in yourself is not is confidence in yourself is not related to what others feel and think about you in yourself is Knowing what you're capable of doing Knowing what What is Bound to come your way But knowing that you're prepared for it Knowing that you're prepared for something else Something better Knowing what you're worthy of Removing all of the outside stuff And worrying about what's in your mind And in your heart and in your spirit So the so the main life skill that I want you to take away, as I've said throughout the course of this discussion, is sell what you have, not what you not what you think others want you to have. Don't feel it's necessary to oversell or overcommit just to prove a point. And I say prove a point with high emphasis because we live in a society now where we want to prove everybody wrong and prove ourselves right. But we need to take the word prove out of our vocabulary. You want to know why? Because it's already been proven. If you're a confident person, you have nothing to prove. God has made you to be who you were meant to be. So take prove out of your vocabulary right this minute. As you're listening to this right now, there's nothing to prove. The only thing you need to prove is to prove to yourself that you can get better. That's the only time proving something is valid or necessary. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. It's okay. And here's the biggest thing. And this is probably the biggest thing that stuck out to me. It's okay to say that's not for me. Going back to that interview earlier. If they ask a question of something that's not of your interest. Do not feel like that opportunity is bigger than you. It's okay to say, yeah, that's not the opportunity for me. I'm more equipped for something else. It's okay. It's not the end all be all. I remember a friend of mine. That I used to work with back in the day. Had to nail that. Nail that into my head. About someone I was dealing with. Not being the end all be all. Of course I didn't listen. But years later I wish I did. So. Don't feel like. Don't feel like you have to prove yourself. To anyone or anything. And it's okay to say that something is not for you, if it's truly not. And now for a moment with the word. Today's word comes from Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6. Be strong and of good courage. Or good courage. Do not fear, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you, nor forsake you. And I'm pretty sure many of you heard this verse before, but if not, what this verse is saying to me is trust and trust in what God has already provided you, whether it be your talents or your gifts, your knowledge or your strengths. Don't ever feel like you have to adjust, change or modify who you are just because of what people outside of your mind, your mind, spirit and heart is demanding or looking for. If it's not containing what God has provided you, what he's given you, and what he has prepared you for, then it is is immediately deemed as unfit. It's not your best mental mental and emotional spiritual interest. It's not of your best mental and emotional and spiritual interest. So, that's pretty much it. If it's not for you, then don't force it. Don't force something. That isn't meant to be for you and, like I, and as I like to do When I do these discussions I like to provide you a simple reminder Because we get so caught up In the weekly, monthly, daily Sometimes hourly demands of life That forces us to forget The simple behaviors The simple practices That makes us not just better people For ourselves But better people for those that are around us Today's simple reminder is Be yourself without comparing Without feeling it necessary to be compared to others Be willing to congratulate others But still proudly wear your persona And as I also like to preach And what I like to um, make very important of Is the values of self Self assurance, self preservation. It's important for us to realign ourselves on a daily and weekly basis to make sure we don't lose sight of who we are because of what other people were saying, i.e., today's discussion. So take a deep breath, sit back, and utter these words with me as I say them. Note to self I am the architect of my life, I built its foundation and chose its contents I have constructed a great thing though I may not be perfect and may still be a work in progress I am far from what I was before I am a product of only God and myself I am good enough Deep Discussion segment of Mind Your Own Business is brought to you today by Tasty Treats by Charday. You can follow Charday on Instagram and Facebook at Tasty Treats by S. If you want some delicious cookies, pies, bunk cake, and many other desserts, she's also available to do birthdays, uh, special events, and other types of parties. She can be reached at 443-699-8616. You can also email her at Charday at yahoo.com. Trust me, I follow her on Facebook and Instagram. We've been friends for a while and the girl is blowing up. I see her at so many events every week. So she must got some fine desserts. Um, I'm almost I'm almost embarrassed that I haven't tried one yet. So um, one day I'm going to have her uh, as one of my guests on here. and Maybe she can share one of them delicious treats with me. But you can get them before I can give her a call today or email her. And again, you can follow her on Facebook and Instagram at tasty Treats by S. And you can email her at tasty Treats by Shardé at Yahoo.com. And that's Sharday S-H-A-R-D-E. There's so many ways you can spell Sharday these days. So I had to make sure I let you know that. And as always, Deep Discussion's mission is to help emphasize the importance of um, understanding and to encourage us as individuals to be open-minded. And to build emotional and, and mental strength. And to give us the capacity and um, abilities to be able to take on the daily demands. Sometimes we get so far ahead of ourselves that we lose sight of what's important. And that's our mental and emotional well-being. If you are someone who wants to be a guest on Deep Discussion. Whether you want to have a conversation with me about something. Whether you have a platform, a cause, a business that you want to sh- share and discuss, share a message with the world, be a guest. Email me at deepdiscussion13 at gmail.com. There's so many conversations out here that needs to be taking place. And you can join my platform and have a conversation with me. If you have a testimony that you want to be a part of, moment with the word, you want to spiritually connect with someone, help bring someone closer to God. Help strengthen someone's relationship with God. Send me your testimony. Send me your verse and your story and the message that or what you learned from it so that I can share it with your fellow brothers and sisters. We all need some kind of encouragement, some kind of reminder of what's important when it comes to our mental, emotional and spiritual well-being. And also, if you have a business or a platform that you want me to just share like I just did about uh, tasty Treats by Sade. It could be a business, a cause, a message, whatever it is you want me to share on Mind Your Own Business. If you have your own platform, email me, deepdiscussion13 at gmail.com. I can also be reached at 443 916 5009. I'm also on Instagram at Deep Discussion, Facebook, same name, Deep Discussion, and again, email address, um, deepdiscussion13 at gmail.com. And you can uh, visit my website, deepdiscussion2014.com. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to uh, Deep Discussions podcast. And um, I hope that my message today meant something to you. And if it didn't touch you, maybe you can deliver it and spread it to someone else. Thanks again for tuning in to Deep Discussion, where a need to talk can be an opportunity to inspire